Battle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Hi there. Welcome back to Battle Ready. We are here to study the Word of God, to talk about it, and to believe what it says. So we are, I just want to say this before we get started, we now have a new way for our listeners to join us. Um, You can still watch us by Facebook. We're live on Saturdays, usually at 7 o'clock, like we've been doing all along. But you can also now listen to us in podcast form. The same lesson will be available. They're putting the same thing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I'm kind of excited about that. I don't really know what that's going to do or bring, but... Anywhere you normally listen to podcasts, you should be able to find the Battle Ready broadcasts and find us on them now to listen. If you want to hear us later, if you miss us on Saturday, you might be able to catch us up later. So back to where we are. We're starting in Revelation. We've been going through the book of Revelation. We're now at chapter 9. We're kind of, we've said in the beginning of this that we were going to read it and just take it for what it says. We're not going to try to say things we don't know. We just want to discuss it a little bit as we go through. So Laura, um, I'll let you start like you always do. Bring us up to where we are in chapter 9 so we can start. Please. (laughs) So... um, while you're doing that, I'll get it hooked up so we can see comments. I, I'm trying to think of the best way to do it. So there are seven seals that we've read about. Seals like a last will and testament rolled up. And each one of these seals have to be broken to reveal the next part of the story. And in those seven seals, the first four are judgment on the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And, and those, those judgments are there. You see four horsemen. You see tyranny, war, famine, and death. I made myself some notes here. You see, uh, in in the last... In the fifth one. In the fifth one, which we're about to open here, right? No, we're opening this. The no, fifth. we're doing the trumpet. Fifth trumpet. You're not talking about trumpet. Well, there, there, about seals there are trumpet. seven seals, and then there's seven trumpets, and right. then there's seven vials, which are bowls. Right. And some of these things kind of run together. But the <laughs> first true. part is what mankind is doing to destroy its own self. That's the first. When we go mm-hmm. through the seals, it's like God withdrawing his protective power. That's true. And letting That's people correct. be able to do what they want to do, but what they find in that is that they're destroying themselves utterly. And then mm-hmm. when you get to the seven trumpets and you start blowing these first few trumpets that we've heard up to number five that'll come in this chapter, it is no longer really what man is doing to himself, but it is actually the judgments of God being poured out on the earth. There's a, a very right. big difference that mm-hmm. comes. And when we get to uh, the bowls, where the we are right now, we've just had... Just a few chapters back, we had a very good glimpse into the throne room of God and into heaven, Mm -hmm. right? And we're getting ready to get a glimpse into what it's going to be like. Now, we're not going in this this lesson down to hell or to where hell is, but hell unleashed on earth. Mm -hmm. So what is hell like? And I think the way I wanted to start this, and I'm never very good at backtracking. You have to help me if I've missed things that are really important. But the thing I wanted to introduce with today was Olivia sat down with me the other day and she said, Mom, I want to show you something. You're just not going to believe it. So we're, she's got a, a YouTube video up and it's called Before and After Wedding Makeup. Have you seen this? <laughs> no. <laughs> so in the first picture, you'll see how they were on their wedding day. And they're like stunningly gorgeous women. And the next picture, you click it and the next picture is what they are just on a regular day. Which is kind of similar to in my day being older when we used to just be go crazy over those pictures of the movie people, the actresses, mm-hmm. and then what they and the really real look reveal, like, what like they on really the beach like. or whatever. Because okay. they, they never so, look anything like that. No. <laughs> so so I, I was telling Libby, I said, they don't even look like the same human being. Like, I, if, if, you, if you married that person and you hadn't really seen them, before, you know, <laughs> the next morning you would think, who, who is, this, is this and who did I marry? Because they don't even look, you couldn't identify them from the first picture to the second picture. So drastic and, a difference. And always what we thought at my generation was yeah. when you saw this movie star, 
without all of that. Yeah. She's, uh, we know people that right now look better than they do, right? But, I say, that's magic. It's moving yeah. magic. It's something. Yeah. Well, we said from the very beginning of studying the book of Revelation that this is a revealing of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best way to understand what something is is to understand what it isn't. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay? That's so true. in chapter 9, which is a terrifying chapter yeah you you are getting to know jesus by getting a glimpse of what his opposite is Mm -hmm. getting a glimpse of of what the other side really is like and and i and here's the thing i want to there's a couple things i want to say about that and maybe Mm -hmm. this might take us off track for just a minute but we'll get back when i say we're talking opposites i I just i'm going to say this Mm -hmm. and this won't make sense maybe for just a minute but if I say black, the opposite of black is white. The opposite of right is left. The opposite of good is bad. But the opposite of God is not Satan. Amen. And sometimes we forget that. We we think automatically that he's the opposite of God, and he is not. Satan is a created See, being. Yes, he's a created Everything being. Everything that he does, even in violence against God, is by the will of God. Absolutely. What he's allowed he him to do. He is not the opposite of. He does not <laughs> have the attributes of God. We see from the beginning all the things, and and this revealing of Jesus also in some ways reveals to you mm-hmm. what the Antichrist and what mm-hmm. Satan's role mm-hmm. is. It's always to be Correct. an imitator. It's always to kind of because sort of God be, has no equal. That's true. And, he has no rival. But, but the church has gotten in. I mean, I don't know if it's the church, but I think people we, have gotten no, into right. the habit of saying, "Well, the opposite of God is Satan." No, no he's not, because no. there is no other person the opposite of God. There no. is either God or there's no God. There's nothing. There's nothing else. He has no equal. He has and no Satan right. does not have his attributes, and Mm-mm. we give him far too much too much credit. So, as I went, as I've been going through Revelation, what I have picked up myself personally is more and more of the things that Satan uses to deceive us with, that we allow him to deceive us with, but he's imitating God. Mm-hmm. He's, he's trying to give you that other version, and it's just as good as God, but it isn't. Till you get to chapter nine, and then and, and let there. me uh, because kind of what I want to read before we even start and then come back and read again is the very end of chapter nine has a very interesting verse. It says that um, if you go to verse twenty, mm-hmm. it says and and this is after some horrible things that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. are allowed to happen on the earth. It says and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repented not of the works of their hands and they should not wor- that they should not worship. Devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone or wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk, neither repented they of their murders nor of their sorceries nor of their fornication nor of their strife. And I think that verse is where we have to start this conversation Mm -hmm. because the beginning of this conversation is... You remember when you were a kid and, and the cartoon character had two beings on their shoulder uh-huh. and they had an angel over here and the devil over here mm-hmm. and the devil was always more fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the devil wanted always, you to do what you wanted. The angel always looked holy and pious mm-hmm. and very And don't boring. do anything. Be very, yeah, um, very, very reserved mm-hmm. and boring. Yes. And, the, and the devil over here was the one that oh, wanted, he on, had your best interest yeah, at heart. Come on, have fun. You, go ahead and do what you want. Go ahead and experience what you want to experience right that's kind of the idea the devil's your buddy and he's going to give you the freedom to do all the things you want to do and then you'll be happy get just get rid of that angel Uh and go do what you want to do right Mm -hmm. i can remember so many things like that was the visual and i think what chapter nine is all about that's why we started with the makeup story is all the makeup's off Mm -hmm. like you think that i heard people say you know it doesn't matter what you worship or who you worship that they're all the same they're all equal it's all the same thing it's all one idea all the makeup's off Mm -hmm. because all these things that the people are worshiping uh all these idols that they've got in their heart all these things that they think are important that they they're they're willing to do anything for god is showing them who they really are this is who you're really worshiping and this is what he really wants to do to you. When he's given the ability, and we're going to read about what he does, but when he's given the ability to unleash, right, the, well, the, the punishment that he just, wants, he's not, he can't go after God. He has no, he he has has no, no authority, no power, no ability to do that. He doesn't even He try. destroys men. Right, he doesn't even try. And, and, right? I've said and, this and before, we think he wants our best. And I've said this right? before. We <clears> have, we sometimes, and I don't know if I'll say this well, so if I don't say this well, help me. But we, we don't even realize 
sinner, saint, Christian, non-Christian, mm -hmm. we do not realize the protective hedge we have about us right now from the Spirit of God, from the church. It's like when someone passes away. You know them, you love them, you take them for granted, you don't even realize what you have until it's gone. I know this from mm -hmm. experience. <coughs> and I think sometimes the church especially doesn't realize what we've been protected from. When the world gets what the world wants, they're going to get chapter 9. And they're not going to want this. This but is they, not what they want. What they get, what you get at the end is, they still they don't, still don't turn get it. from it. <clears throat> they okay. still have this idea that He's, these things that I'm holding on to, that I'm giving my love, devotion, mm -hmm. dedication to, are going to save me. And this is where you and He's showing them who they really delusion, are. Right? God <clears throat> turns them over, lets them believe a delusion, right? And it's a lie, and they're going to have a trouble. They're going to have trouble with this. But when you see, to me, when I read these last, as I see. I kind of think about it, and I said this last week, I kind of think about it the same way as in the Old Testament where you see the Shekinah glory of God leaving the temple a little at a time. He just keeps moving away, right? And they, the prophets see it, and they see it happening. But this is what's happening in the seals. A little bit goes away. God lets down that protection, just like you said. I let down this protection. But in our last, um, in our last chapter, he took the prayers of the saints, wasn't it last chapter? Yeah, and he said, I'm going to answer the prayers them. of the saints, and he added it to the incense of God. Why did I'm he do that? Them. Why did he add it? Because either you accept Christ and you believe, or the very existence of Christ is judgment against you. It's going to unleash these things, which say, you know, I told you. But the unleashing, interestingly enough, is because that's what they've chosen. And they, that's what they, they want. They had a choice to make. Absolutely. Everybody has right? a choice. They've had a choice to make. And they've said, we don't want God. We don't want his son. We don't want salvation. We want our own way. Mm -hmm. And we want to, we, worshiping these things will let us have our own way, our own control mm -hmm. over mm -hmm. what we think is divine. Mm -hmm. And they won't give it up even after this horror Even scene. after all this stuff starts. You would it's think in chapter 9. They would, they would do that. But remember, we've got the kings of the earth and the great <clears throat> men and the rich men. Before we ever got to the seventh seal and the we've already open seen all that stuff, they're 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 crying then to hide them in the rocks and the mountains from the wrath. Right? Remember that song, "No Hiding Place mm -hmm. Down Here." We used to so sing we, that a long we time. We really do make a big deal about like in in Christian circles. You'll see it's very scary thinking about the Antichrist. He doesn't even last that long in the story, mm -hmm. by the way. He really doesn't because it, we're not even halfway through the the Great Tribulation period, and he's not, he's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. he's, uh, because he's, that he's was deceived. man, 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 and man, man, man was awful. Mm -hmm. Like man it destroys himself with those seals. But now we're to this part that like you're going to see what that really was that you were all about mm -hmm. and what you chose ahead of God and what a disappointment mm -hmm. it's going to be. And, I, and right? I can't start the fifth or the ninth chapter without going back to the eighth chapter. And I know I won't do this justice, but I want you to think about what verse 13 says, the last verse of the 8th chapter. It says, And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpets of the, the three angels which are yet to sound. It's not, here comes an angel, it's, Whoa, three woes. Three woes is a pretty big deal. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's going to show up again here in our next chapter. These aren't happy things. These are not, oh, well, I can get through that kind of things. These are woes that are pronounced. So, chapter 9. But where are you? <clears throat> Before we start reading chapter 9, are yes. you worried about this? Because if you are a believer, if you're a child of God, there's no whoa, whoa, whoa. No. coming to you you're not appointed to the wrath of god and i want to I that, that's an those. important thing to know Let's because we're, we're getting ready to talk about god's still a long suffering he doesn't change who he is long suffering merciful graceful god the wrath of god is being poured out but he is still giving yep. them an opportunity yep just like you said when you said that the mm -hmm. the glory of god that lived in the temple moves out of the temple mm -hmm. The reason it moves slowly is because they could have because they could have come back at any time. They could have mm -hmm. they could have repented. They mm -hmm. could have turned. They could have called out to God, and God would have reentered their temple. It leaves slowly. So if anybody is using their Bible and you write in your margins, and if you would see my Bible, you know I'm notorious for this. Um, and I like to write in my Bible because I like to 
put down things people say that I want to remember or a preacher who has a line that catches my attention that I think is real good. But I think you should write this down just because sometimes it comes up and you get that fearfulness. Is that really true? Am I really going to be here or am I really out of the wrath? Write down 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 10. 1 Thessalonians 1.10 says, And to wait for his Son from heaven, which whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Mm-hmm. We are delivered from mm-hmm. the wrath to come. And then there's also one in 1 Thessalonians. Paul, Paul knows that there are going to be people who mm-hmm. all these years later are going to be saying, No, is that right? Do, do, you, do we have to go through this? Mm-hmm. For, for, and in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9, he says, God hath uh, not appointed us unto for wrath. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, <laughs> That's what it says. but to obtain <clears throat> salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So the best way to get away from all of this stuff is to believe. You make the conscious choice that I'm going to believe Jesus. I'm going to believe what he says. And that's what this Bible study is all about. What does he say? What's this book say? And yeah, you'll, you'll have commentators all over the place saying that this has already happened. Yeah. You have a lot of trouble when you get to chapter 9 if you think this has already happened because mm-hmm. nothing like this has ever happened. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll make everything figurative, but let, and there is and a there lot are, of symbolism there are symbols in here. because there are things that our mind just can't wrap around. I agree. But that doesn't mean that it's all symbolic. That no. means that these symbols help us understand something we can't understand. What? But God means literally what he says and he mean, what he says is going to happen we understand and when he says I'm not appointed to wrath, Revelation chapter wrath. 9 doesn't make me nervous. Because I know that God, God is not, it is not the heart of God to destroy me. It's mm-hmm. the heart of God to prosper mm-hmm. me and give me a future, right? He wants, he's given me a hope. He loves me. He cares for me. doesn't mean nothing bad ever happens in our life, but it means every bad thing that happens in our life, God uses for his glory and for our better. Mm-hmm. It, it, All it, things it, it is to good. be good that. for me. And it will bring me closer sure to his doesn't heart. It seem so, like it, though, sometimes, does it? There are things that But the that truth happen. is, I know what you're saying, but the truth is, when I've actually gone through it, And when it I is. come out to the other side, then I can see it. And I can it. see it clearly that, yeah, he but did I, make it better. But I can't see it sometimes right. when you're in the midst of it. And here's the other thing. I'm not worried about the wrath of God here in this scenario because mm-hmm. I fully intend to be gone in the rapture. But I worry about those people who stubbornly, hard-headedly, have to just absolutely make themselves determine that they are not going to believe in God because they have to do that. You cannot look around at the witnesses that God leaves you, the earth, the creation, the the stars, the intricacy of life, the human body, the cells, the, the things that God put together that the Bible explains. You have to on purpose you cannot, and the things that are already written on your heart, you already know. We all have some of that written on our hearts. We all know something about God, whether we want to admit it or not. But I worry about those people who just will not submit or will not bow to God. Unfortunately for them, they may not do it today. They may convince themselves they're right. They may spend thousands of dollars you know, getting somebody to support their opinion. But the day will come that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. And the the things that are in chapter 9 are hideous to me. I am thankful They're I terrifying. won't be here for this. <clears throat> and can we explain them all to the fine point of a... T- no, no, we can't. But we can tell <laughs> we you can what, believe it what it says. We can believe what it so, says. Did you have something you want to add to that? I'm trying to find a verse that goes along with what you're saying. But it, in Acts chapter 17, I know it's in Acts chapter 17 because I wrote it down today, but I can't find the exact right verse. But it talks about God being close enough that you could reach out and touch him mm-hmm. to each and every one of us. Somebody says, well, God only saves certain ones. He yeah. only calls certain ones. No, it said for, to each of us. He's, he's as close as if you could reach out and touch him. You, so to deny him you have takes to. a lot of effort you have and a to lot of energy do that. Yes. and a lot of a lot of self-aggrandizement, making yourself the idol mm-hmm. of your life. Because what you're saying is, even I though I know God is real, I'm going to take his place in my life. Mm-hmm. And for me to stay on the throne, I have to deny that he exists. But that's a really difficult position to hold mm-hmm. because you are running against something constantly that is bigger and greater than yourself. Absolutely. That you can't manage, that you can't get and, around. And look at I what think you everybody lose. tries to get around Jesus. They try to find their way to stay out of his way or go around him a different way. 
He's on. He's an unmovable force. You can't get around the fact that he is mm-hmm. who he is. Mm-hmm. And so it takes constant mental draining energy and don't, to be an atheist. And don't it you takes think that's constant why, denial. Don't you think that's why, and I think that's why, sometimes these things that happen are so horrible because you have to just, it's not, you're not excusable. You're without excuse. Oh man, you can't, you know mm-hmm. better. You. It was on your heart to know better. Everybody knows something, right? They mm-hmm. all know that there's something about God, but they choose purposely to ignore that. All right, sorry, chapter okay. 9, verse 1. So we've come to the fourth trumpet. They're, they've been kind of interesting. We've had, uh, what do we have? The first trumpet was fire and hail mingled with blood upon we the earth. We saw what sounds like a meteor. Mm-hmm. We saw what death in the sea. I read down here, we saw destruction of vegetation, a third of the vegetation, the oceans, fresh water. Mm-hmm. We saw a destruction in the sky. Beyond that, we saw destruction in the cosmos. There's mm-hmm. things going on with the stars and the sun. We're not, it's blocking out the light mm-hmm. and the atmosphere. Uh, it's very interesting as we start to read this chapter even that when they start, there are a lot of times that the word star mm-hmm. and the word for angel are, are interchanged. interchanged mm-hmm. That when he's talking about an angel, he'll call him a star and that's what's going to happen in the mm-hmm. beginning of chapter nine, so things are things are obviously uh, now not man-made. Uh, we've done all that. We've mm-hmm. destroyed as much as we can, and right now, God is showing you Himself. He's revealing Himself. They're unraveling quickly. And chapter nine is revealing Himself by showing you what you're actually worshiping. And let me tell you too, just Real another Jesus thing that versus I've picked the up. reality of what an idol is. Don't read it fast. Read it slow and think about the words. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get so in a hurry to read that we miss how they connect. So verse 1 of chapter 9 says, And the fifth angel sounded. Now remember, in chapter 8, we already heard the woes. Three woes are pronounced because the next two, or the next three angels. Blew his trumpet. Yeah. That's what sounded. We didn't say that last Mm -hmm. time, but a trumpet does what? Calls it calls you to, to action. It's a attention. warning. And sometimes it's a gathering you together for something, mm-hmm. right? And guys, every time it's a war- warning. It's always a warning. It's it like is that the grace of God. Right, right. Every time. Yes. God doesn't have to warn you. At all. He could just do it but and But he done. warns. The fifth angel sounded and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Now, we should stop there. I know we're only on verse 1, but um, when you hear that phrase, it should remind you of other things you've heard in Scripture. And I know that a lot of people take a lot of different tones with this. Remember at the first part of the book of Revelation, the star was the minister in the church, Mm -hmm. the person who guarded the church. An angel of the church. An angel of the church. So we know that an angel fell from heaven. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not saying uh, absolutely Debbie Barkus knows everything there is about everything, but I know that it is Isaiah chapter 14. Can we go back there just for a minute mm-hmm. and do that? This is one of my one of those verses that I always keep marked is, is Isaiah chapter 14 uh, around verse. I think it's probably 12. OK, is it around there? Because it's one of those places in Scripture where it, I don't know, just yeah, something this- about it. Isaiah, you huh? should probably start from 12. Isaiah 14, I can't 12. get to 12. You want me to read it? 12. <clears throat> yes, you go ahead. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above those heights of the clouds, and I will be like the Most High. Yet. And, and and there he is. Yeah. There, what's that? That's the, is that not what we just talked about with man? Mm-hmm. Is that not what every man who's influenced by Satan or woman, who's influenced by Satan, does? I don't and again, need. I don't need God, right? I can. I'm as good as. I'll set myself. Sounds above like him. he's setting you free, and he's really out for your destruction, as mm-hmm. you're about to see. But the next one says, "Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell." to the sides of the pit and they that shall see thee narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying is this the man that made the earth to tremble and that did shake kingdoms that's my favorite line about satan you i can't well he gets so blown up in our minds there are people who think this angel is from god there are people that think Mm -hmm. this angel is satan there are people Mm -hmm. that think this angel is completely symbolic and it's the word of god Mm -hmm. 
And I, I am I am in the camp of people who believe that this is Satan because that word too. that talks about fall is a past tense word I mm-hmm. read today that means already has fallen. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is Satan. But I want you to notice just exactly what you brought up mm-hmm. and what you said. Satan's not in charge of hell. He's not in charge He's of hell. He's not in charge of this He's bottomless pit. He's got his pit. own hands full. The key belongs to God. Mm-hmm. He has to be allowed to do anything he is doing. So did God allow him anything to do that? He is doing. And did. God allowed it. It says mm-hmm. he was given the key mm-hmm. because Christ has the key. The, that's right. He conquered Christ, Christ death is, He conquered that. He has the keys to death mm-hmm. and hell. So there's nothing Satan can do Unless outside God of the authority and power and permission of God. Although he set himself as an enemy to God. Mm-hmm. It's a laughable state because hell's his if punishment. He was, hell's not his kingdom to rule. No, it is not. Hell's his place to suffer. He's going to be there right? just so, as I bad mean, as everybody else. Quit making it like he rules hell and oh boy, he's going to we're going to lead have us a to a place where we're going to do this. That's gonna... his unending punishment. From the and beginning. he has no desire whatsoever to see you and actually, have a good time hell there. Hell wasn't created for man. <laughs> right. That's hell what the was Bible created for the devil and his angels. That's who it was created and for. And hell's a real but place. But here's the thing, and this I, is I, the... I just get comfort from this one verse. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, yeah. I, I have to back us up for two, but just a minute. This phrase, they that see thee, Satan, shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, is this the man? That made the earth to tremble and shook kingdoms? That you? They've just we, went through the tribulation, right? Yeah. Yes. They just went through a part this of it. Part, part of it. Of it. Mm-hmm. And, and all this problem was started by you. And you're the and one? And you're not even that incredible. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, you're just, right? you're a created being. You're a created being. Because when you see God and you see what Satan is, mm-hmm. well, that's why I started that off. And my thought was, he's not the opposite of God. Mm-mm. We're going to look at him and all this stuff we blame on him and all this stuff that he gets blamed for. He just stirred up our hearts, the hearts of men to our do their things that we wanted to rebel against anyway. But to look at him, I still think that's amazing. I, and no matter when I read that, I think it's amazing that we blow him up to be such a great big thing. Now, I know he fights us and he uses our lusts and our temptation. He does those things. But we don't have to let him, right? We, he, we're going to look at him and go, you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did all that? You, you're the one? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was deceived and it was you? <laughs> I can't imagine that realization either when you get through all this stuff and you're suffering in torment forever and you realize that's what you followed when you know because god's going to reveal himself on a you know white horse and king of king and lord of lords and all that stuff and you're going to look at him and go yep that's god that's mine but you mm-hmm. i still struggle with that but anyway um <clears throat> you say something about the bottomless pit you had well, it marked in luke some people say this is like a spiritual realm this is a, a different place but a lot of people in the bible kind of it hints to the fact that this is actually inside the earth mm-hmm. this bottomless pit and if you think about it okay if you if it actually was a spiritual place created by god in the center of the earth or in in the depths of the earth no matter where you went you'd be going up mm-hmm. you could never hit the bottom Mm-hmm. It would be like a bottomless pit. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. If it, it does. Now, you don't have to. We don't that's understand just, that. Right, no. But, but I'll, uh, here are some verses in the Bible that kind of make you think that that is actually what mm-hmm. is happening. Luke 8, verse 31. You remember Jesus takes, there's a man named Legion, right? Mm-hmm. And he's filled with devils. And Jesus casts those devils out of him. And the devils are very respectful, actually, to Jesus because mm-hmm. they know who he is. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, are you going to cast us into the pit? Are you going to, don't, before mm-hmm. our time, are you going to do that? Or can we go into this herd of swine over here, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The same word that talks about this bottomless pit here is the same word used in that story about Legion. And they it's in it Luke deep. 8, 31. They it's, call it the deep. Yeah. They would, they, and they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. The deep. Mm-hmm. Okay, same word that's in this chapter. Another place that it is is in Second Peter chapter 2, verse 4. 
and it's talking about the time just before the flood in Genesis, Noah's flood. And, and if you go back to those stories and you, you read about the demonic activity going on on the earth, like there's violence continually, war continually. They're stirred up and in relationships with these spiritual things that are leading them to destroy themselves. And, and verse uh, four, Second so. Peter verse two, chapter 2, verse 4, talks about these demons before the flood and the same place that they are going is the same word as this pit. And the, and the verse says, <clears throat> For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. The hell in that verse is the same, the same word as this bottomless pit. It's the same kind of idea. Mm -hmm. Take it or leave. Jude chapter 1 verse 6 is another place that you have that same word used and and it's talking i'll let you read it and then we can talk about it. that but it, it's the it's the idea of sheol in the old testament oh, it's the yeah. idea of this holding place right and mm -hmm. and and the same the, the same word for this bottomless this prison really for demonic powers is this this word and it says in jude chapter 1 verse 6 and the angels which kept not their first estate the fallen angels that were rebelled with satan but left their own their own habitation he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness in unto the judgment of the great day and we and we have the same idea they've been they've been preserved in this area this wherever it is wherever it, it is. is a place of confinement not every demon that fell with satan was confined i don't know why bible doesn't i don't know us. why either but but, I but that. some were and some weren't. Some are definitely in operation on the earth today, like the ones that we see in the mm -hmm. book of Luke that we just read about. There, yeah. there are Satan and his fallen angels are at work here. And it's not the last time you're going to hear that story. But some are bound in places. It's not the last time you hear that because over as we keep going <clears> into <throat> Revelation, it talks about Satan or the, the Being tail, the dragon's tail, mm -hmm. taking a third of the stars with him mm -hmm. when he comes. So it's not like that's the end that we hear. But about not him. all of that third ends up imprisoned. No, not all of them. I don't know why. And don't you but, think? But the third that there so are, that the ones that are imprisoned in this chapter nine are, are going to be released and, to and, do damage on the earth. And I think that's interesting because I really, I can't get this thought across well tonight. Everything they think they've been dedicated to, worshiping, holding on to, all the ideals, religious morals, all the things that the mankind has been worshiping in opposition to God, these demons really are. They, they didn't even realize seen it all. They didn't realize they were worshiping demons. They, they didn't realize the they picture. were worshiping Satan. Now, after this, they get it's it. full on Satan worship, the people that reject. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they, they thought they were being... Listen, Satan... Uh, the, the Bible says he, he wears like a, a costume of light. He, he appears he as, an angel of light. as an a angel A lot of people light. think of Satan as, as really, really graphically, violently evil, which he is. That's one face that he wears. He's and that's not, his reality. He doesn't have a red skin, little horns, but and a pitchfork. But most of the time, he looks like religion. Everything you want. He looks holy. He looks righteous. He looks, but it all, here's how you know the difference. I don't care whether you go to a building with a white cross and a white steeple. I don't care where you go. Here's how you know whether it, you're really behind what you're worshiping is Satan mm -hmm. or, be, or that you are worshiping the real, true, revealed Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. In this place, it will always be about you. Mm -hmm. It will always be about your goodness and your righteousness and your holiness and, and your, your accomplishment. And, and it'll always be that the philosophy of the Nicolaitans that you're a little bit higher than everybody, everybody else, else and that you can you can pay to ascend and you can make yourself suffer and you can save your and the true church of God Absolutely. talks about the glory of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. They are very aware that there are none of them going to heaven Without but by him. the perfect blood mm -hmm. of Christ. It's going to be all about Jesus. The Holy Spirit won't lead you to worship yourself. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit will always lead you into the worship of Christ. And He'll fact, always he, he do will that. also try to prick your heart and make you realize that you're veering off in the wrong direction. The dire warning I'm giving is that you can feel very religious and be wrong but if you re if you take the makeup off mm -hmm. these are the guys you're worshiping mm -hmm. these are the guys that you're actually in contact with when you're in those forms of religion that are, you're even self-sacrificing and you are you yeah. are making yourself yeah. suffer to do right yes. but behind the makeup 
What do you got? It's not Jesus Christ. Behind the makeup is these guys. And and this this that's whole very true. opposition. That's true. To Christ. And I think that's that's something that needs to be understood is that listen, I, I I have things to do as a believer. I have things to do as a child of God. But the biggest thing I have to do is point everyone I know to Christ. Mm-hmm. And not me. Not me. That's right. Nothing about this is us. This is we're right? going we're trying to show this is a revelation of Jesus. I think right? people will be horrified to find someday out. to realize that what they thought was good mm-hmm. was evil. Mm-hmm. The causes that they thought well, were righteous. And it says we call good are evil, evil, right? But we they'll think I was doing right. I was trying mm-hmm. to do right. Mm-hmm. But behind that is pure evil. And I heard that pure I, evil that when you read the description, it's, it's yeah, terrifying. It's, it's horrible. Um, and it's a trick. I heard somebody it's a trap. It's a trap. I heard somebody say, one of the ministers said that, um, you know, I know it says that the Holy Spirit, while he holds, while he allows things to be held back, that maybe this was part of this, this, because being locked up in the abyss, the real, true, horrible, God has protected us from thing we have been God's protected held the key from, to that. and now we're just going to let them loose. It, it would be like it's I heard Adrian Rogers say this effort to say, "Is this what you want?" And I love Adrian Rogers' right? ministry. That's but, what Christ is but saying. But it would is this be like letting want? every person that's in prison, every murderer, every worse than everything, that. just letting them worse. loose and nobody to protect you because right. now you don't have any protection. You've got the church gone. But it's not that we're letting them the, loose on unsuspecting people. They're coming loose on people who chose them. Yeah, that's the point. Who chose them that over Christ? And God's like, okay, if that's truly what you want, here's what they really are. And you didn't realize it. Here's what they really are. Because you refuse to believe me. Right. Because you refuse to believe God. This is what you, you get. You think, just like Eve did in the garden, when you get that what, what you Satan want. has is better than what God offers. Do you realize everything that Satan, that Satan offered her, God already gave her. She had Satan it. says, you'll be like God, knowing good from evil. She already Who's had she it. walking with every night? She already had it. Mm-hmm. Right? God had already offered that. Mm-hmm. But Satan always says, no, he's cheating you. Mm-hmm. I've got something better. But when that makeup is peeled off, you don't realize who this person is. Who is this person mm-hmm. that I've been following and I thought I was doing right? Mm-hmm. There are very few people that would say to you, now there's some people, there are very few people that say to you, I worship Satan or I, I'm, I'm a, a Satanist. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna, that's not what they're doing. Mm-mm. But they are doing it. But they are and that's what's it. revealed in chapter 9. Uh-huh. You are doing it. Mm-hmm. Given the key and the here's what split. Satan will do. Get this, because you may not be here when this happens, but this is happening to you right now. Mm-hmm. Because Satan has only one desire, and that's to steal, to kill, kill and, and destroy. destroy. And that's and exactly what he does. you think he's your buddy. But the truth is, he'll ruin your life. He'll wreck it entirely. Yes. Because he has no love for you. How much do no you No compassion lose? for how you. Much have, how many times have you seen people just lose everything? <clears throat> And then they're really mad and bitter at the whole wide world because, see, God doesn't love me. But you chose not to take God. You chose. And God, in His mercy, lets that happen so that He can extend Himself to you. He's closer to all of us than we understand, Mm -hmm. right? You go through that period. You can choose your result. You can either become more bitter, or you can be broken on Christ and be restored, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? And get get everything. Mm-hmm. In the bargain of what you think you've lost. And we've only got to the first so. verse, right? And <clears throat> we haven't even seen some of the horrors to come. But look at verse 2. So we gave him the key to the bottomless pit. He opened the bottomless pit. Whatever, wherever also, this place is, which I think it makes sense. may be in the earth. Because the fissure that opens releases smoke, smoke and all these things that we're going to read. That block out the sunlight, like mm-hmm. the, you know what? If you've ever seen, like, Google it. If you ever seen videos of volcanoes erupting and all that ash and that smoke mm-hmm. from the under the earth goes up, like the whole place will get dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this isn't like a region going dark. It's a smoke. Of this a great is the furnace. globe and going the dark. Sun. And the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. It's different than the what comes. Okay, so this is my feeble attempt at this. This is different than the incense and the smoke of our or the the sweet savor of our prayers that go up to God. This is we opened the pit, and it now covers the world with darkness. Darkness, darkness is here, right? And all through the old prophets, he says, "There's coming a day." When the sun's going to be darkened, and this is going to happen. And all of those are kind of referring right over here to this. Here's where we are. 
And he opened the bottomless pit, and there, I'm sorry, bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Now, have you, sorry, haven't you thought of other stories in scripture? Where else was there a great smoke? When Lot turned around to see Sodom destroyed, what did he see? A great smoke, right? It's this. It's, it's one of the plagues back. in Egypt. Mm-hmm. It's a plague. But in it's Egypt. also, if you want to know exactly, like, if you want to figure out the timeline of where we are, about halfway through, you're, I wrote this down today. You're literally 1,475 days, according to Daniel, into this great mm-hmm. tribulation period. If you read Daniel chapter eight through Daniel chapter 12, you he sees the same things. Exactly. This the same darkness. Thing. What we're getting ready to see in the next few verses is is what the book of Joel mm-hmm. is all about. Mm-hmm. And I've got that wrote down so that we can go look at it if we mm-hmm. want to here in a couple mm-hmm. minutes. But this, you're like, well, maybe John was just delusional and he was on the Isle of Patmos and he misunderstood things and he was. It, 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 you'd have to deny the rest of the scripture as well because more than just one John saw these things that are getting ready to happen being unleashed on the earth. And what's wonderful about <clears> that <throat> is more than one person saw the same thing. This mm-hmm. wasn't. This isn't new. This isn't changed. No. And by the time you get, I think it's appropriate. Greater and greater detail. Is at the back of the book. <clears throat> because by the time you get through everything else, you should start to be able to connect a few dots and say, you know what, I remember when so-and-so said that. So there's a mixture. There's a pouring out of smoke from under the, this Mm-hmm. from this fissure that that is mm-hmm. is broken up so that the smoke and all this coming up but there's an there's another smoke and darkness mm-hmm. coming from above because what's happening here god says is that censer that mm-hmm. represents like in the temple mm-hmm. that had the prayers of the saints contains and the incense, incense and the prayers of the saints god mixes that with the fire of his judgment that and purifying fire and there's there's also coming from above. Mm-hmm. So w- what we're left with is an enveloping mm-hmm. and total darkness. I don't know. That's what it says. <clears throat> we're going to have some terrifying blood. things. But to me, I'm, I guess I'm the smoke. maybe in the minority, but I am afraid of the dark. I don't Here the dark I am, either. 44 years old, but I still want a light on somewhere. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to see what's happening, what I need to do. I don't want to be. I remember the first night we spent in our new house. Everything was completely dark, and you know we don't. Leave, we have a two-story house, and I'm just I kind of wake up all the t- hours of the night. I always have get a little bit distor- disoriented, and I think that I'm going to the restroom, and I am at the top of the stairs. One more step, mm-hmm. and and I thought, and I was so sure in the darkness that I knew where I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was so sure. But in the darkness, you don't know where you are. You don't, you don't know, where know where you, you stand. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's happening next. You don't know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason darkness is a plague in the book of Exodus. When God, God takes away all of what you think you know, mm-hmm. and you're left with what you actually know. You don't know anything. Right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, you're looking for answers. You're looking for a guide. You're looking for anything that makes sense mm-hmm. in this total blackness. And I, I know it's belaboring a point no, in this it's verse. it's still a good point. But that, that darkness that just envelops the earth before the horrors that are coming to come later mm-hmm. is that time of, are you sure you know What's that you you've mean? made the right choice? Are mm-hmm. you sure that you've chosen wisely because you don't really know anything? Mm-hmm. You don't. And, and are you going to believe and the God that you can't see, but who has made himself evident to you, mm-hmm. or are you going to continue to trust your own understanding mm-hmm. and these other things, lesser things that you worship? And what does it what tell you? What are you going to trust? It says, trust in the Lord, right? All lean your heart. Not Don't lean on your, your understanding. understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he so will in the midst path. of all this dark, and horror. I hate dark. And all that stuff that's going on. <laughs> I right? want light. All the other things that have already <clears throat> happened. Here comes some woe, right? So right. what happens? So, Verse 3. I don't know that it tells you. I forget because I've read this 15 times. <laughs> but does it tell you how long it's dark? Um, no. It no. says, And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and upon them that was, and upon them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded that they should not where, hurt the grass. Where are you? I'm in 9-3. 3. Okay. And it was commanded that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months, 
and their torment was the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And I think this is, this makes my heart hurt. It said, and in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold and their faces were as the faces of men. So before we go on, out of this darkness now. You should read that one more. Okay, verse 8. The the end of the description. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were, there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. Okay, so at the end of five months puts you at 1,851.5 days or whatever it is <laughs> in the book of Daniel on his timeline. But so, so Daniel tells you exactly how this plays out. Mm-hmm. Like he, he to the day. Mm-hmm. The book of Daniel can predict the day Jesus you gotta, was born. You gotta understand by the way. Daniel. Yeah. But Daniel is, the, is a big key to what's going on here. But these fallen angels, these demons, released in this smoke, in this darkness. And you just read their terrifying image. But the thing, the most terrifying thing is that they hurt you, but they won't kill you. And you can't die so and you So the people that to. are for five months being tormented. And want to die. And these are the things. This is who they've been worshiping. Satan and his, his powers mm-hmm. is who they've given their lives to. Who they've, as they've they've killed and martyred, Mm -hmm. remember the martyrs of all the saints Mm -hmm. that come before God. How long? How long? long Until you you answer what they've done. Mm -hmm. These are people that have murdered the saints, Mm -hmm. right? Just slaughtered them in huge. This is who this is. They've aligned themselves with these creatures that are absolutely torturing them for five months. No God, we don't want God. It says they'll want to die. They will beg to die. And they can't. Because you thought Satan was your friend and he's not. Mm -mm. (laughs) You thought demons were fun to play around with and that was our freedom and that was our liberty and that was... And what you found out is it is there. They want to kill you. And I want to tell you they something. They want to destroy you. When you think about playing around with demons, and when you say that, when you first hear that, you think you well, think that's I'm not crazy. Me. I know you no, do. No, the demons are real. Well, no, not just that. Yeah. You think about. I think about what I think about is: Do you mess around with astrology? Do you mess around with the occult? Mm-hmm. Do you mess around with things you know you're not supposed to mess around? I mean, it's not funny. It's it won't be funny that you've played around with Satan because. Every time you play, you, you get burnt, right? You know who's not worried? They might be worried. But you know who's not hurt? The believers that have a seal in their forehead. Mm-mm. Because they're not appointed unto wrath. Those believers are mm-hmm. not appointed unto wrath. Mm-hmm. All this is swirling around them. And the church is gone. And they're saved. So the church is already gone, right? But we have believers here with a seal in their forehead. That's right. That are fine. Mm-hmm. They are fine. They are fine. And, that, and why is all this happening? You got five months of this is what you chose. Are you sure you want it? And, I, and I've heard people say five months isn't that long. It is when you want to die and can't. Oh, it, sure you know, it is. It, you don't think about if it was just five months, maybe. But when you want to die and you can't. And when Satan actually How gets serious what is he that? is given permission to do what, to he do what he'd to like do to do. Along. What does it say Satan does? Kill, He's also steal, being revealed, and destroy. right? Right, I think He's so. He's being revealed. I think we see Jesus, and I think we also see the true nature of Satan in and the, the true of nature of hate, mm-hmm. and the true nature uh, of of all these things that and not loving our neighbor, and not loving right. God, and not keeping His, and choosing, willfully choosing. God help us if we willfully choose not to. I am not going to submit to God. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine. I you can't, know, there's, I can't a, there's a word. I don't remember. If, again, I have I've read it several times because I wanted to make sure that I didn't make huge mistakes. Like, and we don't want to I know there's things that, that we will get wrong, but I don't want to lead anybody astray. But there's the word at the end. I think it's in the last cha- verses that I read you. Wait a minute. I want to find it. It says that they won't. Oh, verse 21. Neither repented they of their murders, mm-hmm. nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. The word sor- sorceries. So you were talking about the occult and mm-hmm. astrology and all those kind of things, which people connect mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. as they should, mm-hmm. with messing with things you should not be messing with. But the word sorceries is it's, the word, I wrote it down, is pharmakiai, which mm-hmm. literally means mind-altering drugs. drugs. Mm-hmm. Have we not seen, like I said, like ripples in a pond. Do we not see right now? Like this is going to happen, but right now it's happening. That this mm-hmm. this idea of I'm going to mess around with these things that'll that'll take away my pain that'll give me a more meaningful or experience yeah. of you know or just I just want it, to I just want how to. many people do you know that have been entrapped by drugs It's Satan It's satanic It's demonic mm-hmm. it, it, They Satan wants to take your it's kids joy, and my kids kill steal and destroy And this is a, just another way to do that. So you recognize maybe that if you become a Satan worshiper, you're doing wrong. Do you recognize that if you get addicted to drugs, Satan's got you too? If you get He's got you in a trap. Does that mean you're doomed for all time? No Christ can save you and you can get help and you can get out of that. But this comes out of the pits of hell. And anybody Mm -hmm. that's had kids or family members destroyed by this knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's evil, mm-hmm. right? It, mm-hmm. It's an evil that's been on our society. It's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse till now the, the end time. Getting better. They're going to hold on to those as well. I mean, it's literally that word sorceries is not like you're going out over cauldron. No, it's no. you are you are taking substances in your body to make you not able to soberly consider right from wrong, not mm-hmm. able to soberly sort through. Mm-hmm. Right, the realities of God and the realities mm-hmm. of eternity. So th- this is that's a very good point. This is not always what you think it looks like. No. That's but, what I'm trying to but say. But you also ought not be you ought <clears throat> not to be playing around with things you know are wrong. No, absolutely. Right? But because I think this can it be comes in many addictions too. Faces. Pornography. Which uh, is this word? Lasciviousness. Pornography is the source of the when you have it says nor their fornications, it's pornei, where we get pornography from. Mm-hmm. And it literally refers to any sexual activity outside of marriage. Guess what he doesn't do right here? He doesn't say that any particular kind is worse than the other. He, he says that marriage was created for a man and a woman and sexual activity belongs there. So it, there's no specifications of one being okay. What's well, okay if you if you do that and and mm-hmm. it's a man and a mm-hmm. woman, it's okay. But then Listen, it it's telling you right thefts. there they won't they won't repent of that. They so so they it's won't interesting repent of in that. that last verse. So just wait, go back to verse 20. It says, and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, and this is still in the chapter, and we haven't got to the end of nine, so we're, I know we're I'm jumping, jumping a lot. I'm sorry, just to get but there, but that's okay. That's the point. It says, to me, the rest of the men which were it. not killed by these pl- plagues repented. yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols. They think they still should. They should that they should not worship yeah. devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which can neither see nor hear nor walk. Do you so know what they I think? still like their stuff. You know what I think? I think some people will see that army, that horde. It, Joel calls it uh, people, but the word people literally means a host or an army or an invading mm-hmm. army. They're clearly not people. They're, they're demons that are released. And actually mm-hmm. the word would be better translated, mm-hmm. armies or mm-hmm. hosts. But when uh, I think some people will see these creatures for those five months and they will run to God, maybe. But I think a lot of people will see these creatures and their ability to torture and they'll worship them. Mm-hmm. They'll see that power and think this is who we ought to be serving. Mm-hmm. This is who we ought to be bowing down to. This is who we ought to reverence because the, people are attracted to power. And I think as unbelievable as that sounds to us, that's human nature standing in opposition to God, not having their eyes open, right? They'll, mm-hmm. they'll see those things because it says they will not give up worshiping these devils. They will and, not. And just look at verse 11, though. Go back to where we finished. And and, and I'm doing this because we're, we're kind of running out of time, so we're not going to get through all of nine, but we almost do. In verse 11, it says, and they had a king over them, this horde, this, this, this army this of army beings that are torturing people for five over them, months. Which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue his name is Apollyon. One woe is past, and behold, there come two more woes hereafter. Mm-hmm. So this horde isn't and just going out doing crazy stuff. Thing, this horde has a leader, 
-hmm. who has synchronized this stuff, who has put this together. This is how I want this done. He was handed the key. He was handed the key. He can do absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. till God allows him to do what they've asked him to do. Mankind Mm -hmm. has asked them to rule, and and God allows them to see what that's like. This is what you wanted. When you get what you want, you're not going to want what you get. So... So the following one woe is torturous five months. Mm -hmm. Death will come. The death they ask for does come. Mm -hmm. And again, God allows them Mm -hmm. what they've wanted. So when you read the next, it says the sixth angel sounded and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God. Again, guess what? Guess where this is coming from? From God. This is coming from the prayers of the martyred saints. Mm -hmm. God is answering. All those things. Any prayer that's ever been uttered. God is answering. God, why did you let this happen? Are you going to avenge this? Are you going to fix this? God, how could you expect? Why aren't you just? Why aren't you fair? Why aren't you? If there is a God, why don't you Why does he allow these things to happen? Yeah, all of those. Is being answered. So we're back at the altar of that bowl of incense. That's where we're back to. We're still at the trumpet. And here it says, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take that away from That's you. That's okay. Which we pre- were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay, to slay the third part of men. Now, if you noticed in the locust before, or what they called scorpion, or what did they call it? Uh, they were given, locusts came out, but they were given the powers of a scorpion. Well, you seen locusts. Eat- they- they do their deal and then they die. Mm-hmm. But they usually I eat think the that's trees what happens. and the grass but they don't. and the bark. These aren't eating the no, vegetation. They They're, have one the purpose. Pe- They're after the people. They're not eating them. They're torturing them. They're just them. after the people. Yeah. Uh, but these angels that loose that are loosed from the from the river Euphrates were prepared for an hour, a day, and a month, and a year to slay a third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, which is... Two million. Mm-hmm. I just want to. <laughs> I want to make sure my math was right. And I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses, in the vision, and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and of jacinth, and brimstone. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouth issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was a third part of men killed by the fire, by the smoke, and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouths. For their power is in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads, and with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men, which were not killed by these plagues, yet, yet repented, repented not. not We've read of this works, several times. Right? We've already done through so that. So there are, there are people who will die here. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling really, really overwhelmed, mm-hmm. if you're feeling really, because this is, this is some dark. This is heavy stuff. And can we and heavy. can we say exactly what these and things are? No. John is feeling dark and heavy, as mm-hmm. you will see. And you'll be glad to hear about chapter ten. Because mm-hmm. you get you get a, you get a reprieve a little bit. in chapter ten from judgment. And once again here comes the rainbow back. Mm-hmm. The rainbow also always represents the fact that judgment has come, but there are some that are safe. Mm-hmm. And you're about to see you're about to see Jesus show up. Mm-hmm. Because this, he does not stop being him. God. Right, he doesn't stop being God. This is not. This is not. It feels like hell having a heyday and out of control. Nothing is happening that God is not allowing. Mm-hmm. And God Himself is in charge, and God Himself is getting ready to reveal yet again, Some more even him. more about Himself, mm-hmm. to keep any from making these choices. Mm-hmm. And to go in this direction. Because he didn't have to tell you this was coming. No. Right? He didn't have to say, this is what's going to happen if you don't. But he does. So that you have the opportunity right now to read this. Do Am I scary? Should this? Should you be scared when you There's see this? Yes, Interesting story in, in the Old Testament. I thought about all day thinking about this. And how I can make sense of what's happening. And how horrific it is mm-hmm. in chapter 9. And I thought about Jacob. Mm-hmm. When he goes to Laban's house and he works for this 14 years and he wants to marry Rachel, right? Mm-hmm. But they trick him mm-hmm. and, and they make him marry Leah first, mm-hmm. which is a really sad story to me mm-hmm. for, for the human too. part of it. But it's this, he, he, marries, he marries Leah first. He doesn't realize that it's not Rachel till morning. And, and when he sees her, 
realizes he's been tricked and he's angry. Mm-hmm. And they make him work seven more years for Rachel. Mm-hmm. And it tells you that he loves Rachel. His love for her is very great. But I, I want to say there are people that look the same as me. Mm-hmm. If they said to you that they are better than me, they'd be right. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Matt says that all the time. But when they lift the veil mm-hmm. and you see of what, what they're, they're worshiping, which is literally their own way. Listen to me. If mm-hmm. you've decided you don't want to serve God because you want to do your own thing, like you want to be God, you want to make up your own decisions, you don't want to have to do what he has to tell you to do. Literally, you're going to lift the veil in the morning. And you're going to see it. And you're going to see that this is who you've been worshiping. You thought it was you. You thought it was your own way. And what it is, is Satan who wants to destroy you and kill you. And, and steal from you anything that's good mm-hmm. and completely destroy your life. And it, there are people like me who realize that I am nothing but for the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I am not going to be disappointed in the morning. Mm-hmm. When, when the end of the world does come, whenever it comes, and God, whether it, it comes for me here and I see who Jesus really is, or if if I'm closer to the end and the things that are going on here, I am not going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Because when I see Jesus, not only will I not see less, they're going to see mm-hmm. Satan when they lift that veil. I'm not going to be able to handle who he actually is and how much better he is than anything I ever expected or dreamed or thought or hoped. Like, how many times have you prayed and you worried that God wasn't going to take care of it? Or how many times have you mm-hmm. worried, you know, and thought about how the evil out there is rising and what's God going to do about it? God is bigger and better and more than you, and, can, even than you can wrap your mind around. It has not entered into the hearts of man. The bride of Christ right. is not going to be disappointed in no, the morning. They are not. When they, when they wake up and see who they married, who they joined, mm-hmm. they're going to be overwhelmed by how much better mm-hmm. it, it is. is. And I've thought about that all day. I thought about, I can't, it hurts. You know, Jacob, who's in that story I just told you, his name was changed to Israel, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When Israel, mm-hmm. right, realizes who he is mm-hmm. and how much better mm-hmm. he is than what they thought they were Everything. doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's, it's overwhelming to me to think about. I, I, it hurts me to think about people that have come so close to the kingdom of God. I keep going back. Acts 17 won't leave me alone. It's like you could reach out and touch him. You were so close, but you decided to make a decision that you knew better than anyone else and that you were going to do it your way, right? I am sorry and, for what it's going to be when it's revealed. And God is going what to you're serving. He's going to respect your choice. He does sure. not make you. But even if you're nowhere near the end of the world, if maybe that's a long way away. Maybe not. But maybe it's a long way away. You're experiencing that now. In your miserable life and in your wrecked life, you're experiencing right now what Satan wants to do with you on a much bigger scale as soon as you leave this one. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You think you're getting what you want, and it's not working out. And it's not what you really want. It's not working out at all. No. Right? I agree. But you, if you come to Christ and you give your life to Him, it's better than I know how to tell you. And I don't think, usually when we end our podcast or we end our lesson, we talk about the older Christian and the younger Christian. And I think that sums it up completely. There, Have no you been matter, disappointed no in No matter Christ? how long you've been in church or how long you've been a Christian, you cannot lose sight of the fact that when people die unsaved, they go to hell. And they're going to suffer through some of these things, people that are going to be left here that you love and that I love. We cannot be complacent and just sit around and say, oh, well, you know, I don't want to talk about church because that might offend somebody. That's exactly what we need. I don't want to offend anybody. But I, I I'm to, willing to offend you. But I need if to it'll show save you. you who Christ is because you need to know that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to He's so the much people. better than what you're serving. He's so much better than what you can even imagine. And as a young Christian, you need to stay in the Word. You need to see what the Bible says. You need to just believe what the Bible says. Can we, you know, is are these locusts um, symbolic in some way? Probably. But for a first century writer, maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's not, really natural now, things that God is using. None of us know that. We don't know what John saw. There's a lot more John going saw. on here than we understand. There is. There's a lot bigger forces going on than we are and aware we can, of. We can think of things that could fit that description, could be, you know, could be. But Bottom the, line is. It doesn't matter. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't matter. And the bottom line is 
Don't symbolically wish it away. Oh, that really can't happen because you know locusts don't do like scorpion. Well, the Bible says that they will. What you think looks like your freedom is actually your chain. Yep, that's true. These, these angels, we talked about being bound in the bottomless pit in chains, reserved mm-hmm. for judgment, right? Mm-hmm. What they thought was freedom was chains, mm-hmm. was darkness, was yeah. heaviness. Because Satan said, come on with me, we're going to be a better that's than That's not a, an original pattern to the end of the world. That's the pattern now. Mm-hmm. You think Satan says to you, I'll give you freedom to do what you want. And what he's handing you is the is chain. chain. Mm-hmm. And, and you're not doing what you want. It, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. Livy and I talked about it on the way here, and I don't know how to put it into words. But God says there's a verse in the Bible. I know we're out of time. There's a verse in the Bible that always bothered me, okay, mm-hmm. because I didn't understand it. What, what's God saying? It says, like, if you will, if you will hold on to the world, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll lose, lose everything. It. Mm-hmm. And if you'll give up the world for my sake, you'll, you'll get it, it. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And God's, God's way works exactly like that. Mm-hmm. You will have to give away what it is you think you got to uh, hold, hold on, on to, and then God gives it to you when it's you surrender so to Him. Better. And when you, when you when you actually do just give it away, you get it. And when you hold on to it, you lose it all. You lose it all, and that's the verse. The verse that I always have trouble with is um, the the unfaithful steward who takes his talent and buries it. He says, "Take it away and give it to the guy who has it. has everything." He said, "Even that which if you don't have it." Even that which you have is gone, right? It yeah. takes even that which you have. Got to be willing to let go and let God All do right. it. All right, Bible studiers, this is the end of this Bible uh, Battle Ready broadcast. We will be in Chapter 10 next week. Please keep your Bibles open. Please stay prayerful. Read. Join us next week. Thank you for being with us.